0: So in 2018, I set a new goal for myself, and that was to read more. I challenged myself to read 12 books in 2018, which is a lot for me because that's about 12 times more books than I read in 2017. So if you're into reading or you're interested to see what books I'm reading, or you want to join me on Goodreads and swap recommendations, visit popcornfinance.com books to learn more. What it do, Popcorn Finance? Your boy keep it popping. Like Mary Poppins. Okay, never mind. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you coming back and joining for another episode. And uh, today I'm going to do something new. It's, uh, I've, I've been wanting to do this for a while because way back early on, I don't even remember what episodes, <laughs> where uh, my wife and I we shared part of our debt story. But I've always wanted to have someone else on to, to talk about what they did because I think everyone's journey is unique and they all have different ways of approaching it. And so today I'm joined by Allison Baggerly and she is the creator of inspiredbudget.com. She's a teacher, a wife, mother of two, and uh, she has an amazing debt story. So Allison, uh, how's it going?
1: It's going good, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Thanks.
0: Uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, joining me this evening.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to share our story.
0: And you know, I'll let you share, how much debt was it that you paid off?
1: So we paid off, my husband and I, a total of over $111,000 worth of debt.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: (laughs) Yes, and it's not even the house. (laughs) That's just student loans and car loans.
0: Was it before you got married, after you got married?
1: It was before we got married. My mom and dad, to help me some, but not a lot. And so both of us ended up taking out some student loans and we didn't really realize what we had until we sat down one day to total everything up. And that with two cars, it just, it really quick.
0: Yeah. It's kind of amazing how quickly it piles up. It doesn't seem like a lot as you're, you're, you know, accumulating it, right?
1: Yes, it does. And you don't, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind with the student loans because they're in deferment. And so you don't think about them when you're taking them out. So that was half the problem, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, for the two of you, once you decided that you wanted to actually start paying off the debt, like, for, like first I should ask you, when did you actually make the decision to, to pay it off?
1: Well, um, our story is one of a blessing um, that kind of really guided us to where we are today. So we got married and we became unexpectedly expecting pregnant with our first son. And, um, it was right after we got pregnant that we decided that we sat down and we looked at how much is it going to take for us to have childcare and childcare was $750 a month. And we didn't have $750 a month left over because we were spending all of our money and we weren't even aware of it. And then we had over $1,400 in debt payments not even including our mortgage payment. And so after becoming extremely nauseous and anxious and uh, all the emotions that go with a pregnant woman's hormones, (laughs) we decided to sit down and read the Total Money Makeover and just finally take back control of our lives. And it was all for our son, for our firstborn. He was coming into this world so we could have a better place for him.
0: Uh, that's a great reason to, to look at your finances and, you know, make a plan for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we always wonder if we would have, you know, if we hadn't become pregnant, would we have become adults and paid off the debt? We don't know. But we're very thankful that it happened that way.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, it's always interesting because everyone has like something that happens in their life to make them, you know, stop and look at their finances. And that's when they realize that, you know, they have a lot of debt and they need to make a change.
1: Yes. And, you know, I think some people it's it's um something that is tragic that happens in their life. And so we're very lucky because it was something that was wonderful that happened in our life that caused us to pause and regroup and refocus our family.
0: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Sure. And and so when you have such a high number, you sit there, you add up all your debt, you see you have over $111,000 in debt. You know, how do you even begin to tackle that? Like, what was your first step?
1: Well, definitely, you know, we felt very discouraged and our first step was honestly just creating a plan, writing it all out. Honestly, part of it was facing the fact that we had the debt, facing the truth and owning it, and then creating a plan and creating a budget. We started our debt snowball. We failed at our first budget ever. It was awful. (laughs) It was terrible. And, but we kept, we didn't give up and we kept budgeting and we kept sending money To debt, and we sacrificed on lots of areas of our life so that we could get as much of it gone as quickly as we could.
0: For a lot of people, the reason why they don't start is I think the idea of starting a budget or creating a budget is really intimidating, right?
1: It is. And I think it's really scary. And I agree with you. A lot of people will see that number and they give up and they hide from it. And I think it just all boils down to fear. And are you ready to face fear and take back control, or are you going to run from? your truth, your financial truth. And so um, in that moment of facing that mountain of debt, we decided to face it and to own our own our actions, own our past and deal with it and be responsible. And there were lots of people that told us not to do it. A lot of people told us we were crazy and that student loans should be around forever. And you have years and years and it's OK to have student loans for 15 years. And they just thought we were silly. And and young and not smart. And so it was also hard because at first we didn't feel like we had support of backing, but it grew that
0: grew yeah, it's one of those things like where when you're doing something that's maybe not the norm people right away just dismiss it but then once they see you doing it once they see you taking action it's like all of a sudden like oh well maybe this was a good idea you know it's like it's hard to picture something that you don't see happen on a daily basis and paying off debt in large amounts like this isn't something that you see all that often
1: absolutely
0: in total how long did it take you to pay off all of your debt
1: it took us four and a half years from the moment we started. We had some hiccups along the way and we had two kids that we, so we paused our debt payments and our, our debt snowball and we cash flowed several um, hospital issues and then we had a big car issue. So we stopped and we paused along the way. So in all four and a half years of sacrifice.
0: You know, what I really like enjoy about your story, too, is that the two of you, you just have, you know, I would say like a normal, you know, income. It's not like you're like, you know, engineers who are both bringing in like (laughs) $200,000 a year and you paid this off over four years. I mean, you're just like, you know, like most of us bring in a normal income.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I think that that's what I want a lot of people to know. And we had normal income with two kids in daycare. So there were times we were paying over $1,200 worth of daycare expenses a month, as well as paying off debt and putting money to a mortgage and everything like that. And so I think that a lot of times people think that it's not possible because they have other expenses such as daycare. But I want them to know that it it is so possible. And don't wait until the kids are in kindergarten. Do it now. Do it while they're in daycare. It's okay. You can do it.
0: It's good to have an example like like yourself and your husband of people who kind of look like, look like all of us and hey, just go in there. Just jump in. Just do it. Make a plan. Start paying off your debt. And you know, it may take a while, but you're making progress, which is better than doing nothing at all.
1: Yes, that's so true.
0: What would you say is you know, like one tip you can give someone, or I don't want to limit you, maybe like a couple of things that you would say to someone who, who has some debt, they're a little nervous, they don't really know what to do. Like, What's something that they could do to get started or some things they should know before they jump in?
1: So I would say that you need to make a budget. You need to sit down and actually physically write it out and don't just it once and not look at it again. I think so many people at the beginning of the month And they make their budget and they don't look at it again until the month is over. I think that if you track your expenses and you track your income and your spending, you're going to be able to see your patterns and your spending habits. And it's all about adjusting your spending habits and turning them into something that is for good and not for bad and not your bad spending habits. So I would say really budgeting, but not just stopping with the budget, but continue to track your expenses. And sometimes I'll even budget and two weeks in, I'll realize, oh, goodness, this didn't go in as planned. And so I will rebudget for those last two weeks, almost like um, a quick budget, if you will, or a mini budget for the remaining two weeks, because we're constantly trying to keep track of where our money is going and being intentional with it.
0: Oh, that's a great, that's a great tip right there. You know, it took me a really long time to even realize that you could do that for some reason in my mind. (laughs) I made this budget. I have to stick to it. There's no going back, but you can just reevaluate where you Mm -hmm. are. If you like overspend or underspend, kind of like look at it in chunks and kind of change up your game plan.
1: Yeah. I think that it's a fluid document. I think a lot of people write it in pen and then they don't look at it anymore, but it's fluid. You, nothing goes as planned. No months go as planned. Things come up and things change and that's okay that's life we can't we can't plan life out you know, every single day every single moment but it's about taking those changes and adjusting your financial habits and your plan that for the rest of the month that's going to help you be successful
0: That's great. Thank you for sharing that. I think I think that's some good advice for for anyone who's maybe paying down debt or hasn't even felt comfortable jumping in to help them get started. And, you know, one of the things I really love um, was your website over at inspiredbudget.com. You have a lot of great resources over there. Uh, So what are some ways that people can can get a hold of you or get in contact with some of the things you're uh, you're doing over there?
1: Oh, well, thank you, Chris. So it's just inspirebudget.com. And I have lots of information from budgeting to frugal activities, frugal food, frugal tips, and inexpensive gift guides, things like that. But one of my favorite things is my budgeting basics email course, and it's absolutely free. It's a six-day email course. And what's cool about it is that I will send you an email every day for six days. And I explain in depth on how to budget, what could be missing from your budget, how to pay down debt and how to save money. And it also comes with 14 pages of free printables. So you can print from home and set everything up. And I walk you through that and includes cash envelope printables. And so it's really my way of trying to help set you up for success and starting or even in the middle of your budgeting journey. Or your debt payoff journey. I
0: yeah, think that's great. I'm gonna definitely put a link to that in the show notes as well, so that way everyone can can get right over to your your website and then check out your email course as well. And I would also recommend they follow you on Instagram uh, at Inspired Budget because you do a really great job of kind of connecting with everyone there and sharing your story and you know different things you're dealing with budget wise. I think you're very open, and it, it really helps to you know for people to connect with you and really feel like they could do this as well, because you can see you're just a real person.
1: right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I love Instagram. It's one of my favorite platforms. So I'm over there often. I'd love for I'd love for anyone to come follow us on our on our journey. And I hope to inspire you on your journey as well.
0: Well, thanks, Allison. I really appreciate you taking some time to to share your story here with everyone. Hope that it was as inspiring for everyone as it was for me to hear about uh, what you and your husband have done together. So appreciate it. And yeah, definitely, I want everyone to make sure they follow you, keep up with what's going on, and yeah, reach out and get those resources.
1: Thank you, Chris.
0: All right, Allison, take care. And uh, yeah, great talking with you. big thanks again to Allison from over at inspiredbudget.com for stopping by and sharing her amazing debt story. I always love hearing these stories because for me, when I was dealing with debt, it was hearing these type of stories that kept me motivated. Hearing that other people were able to get out of even more debt than I had and live a normal life was really motivational and kind of gave me a little boost of energy to keep going and, and not just give up. And I really appreciated her focus on budgets because I think that's one thing that people get really intimidated by because they seem scary and complicated. But budgets are one of those things that once you get in, give it a try, you realize it's not as bad as you thought. And one of Allison's tips that really stood out to me was, you know, not only to make a budget, but review it on a regular basis. Don't just set it at the beginning of the month and then just never look at it again because things change. Things never work out the way you think they are at the beginning of the month. It's, a month is 30 days long, plenty of time for things to go off the rails and, and end up not being how you plan. So, you know, make sure you go in there, take a look at it on a regular basis, tweak it if you need to change things. It doesn't matter. It's your budget. You can do whatever you want to do with it. And before we go, I want to give a shout out to a listener. Her name is Sherry Walton. She sent over a couple of emails this past month that it was just really nice. I appreciate the kind words. And it's always really motivational to to hear from you all and know that you're listening, that you're real people and and that you're enjoying the show. So thank you again, Sherry, for doing that. If you want to be an amazing person like Sherry and send me an email, you can send that message to questions at popcornfinance.com. Or you can send me a voice message using the little link that's on the left-hand side of the website at popcornfinance.com That's how anthony jr. Who you heard at the very beginning of this episode sent me his message I cut it off a little short. There was more to that message of course, but I really like that first part So that's what I included in the episode, but you'll hear another message from him in an upcoming episode I'll play the full thing this time around So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast that way you can catch those future episodes Including the special quick pop episode that'll be coming out this wednesday day featuring today's guest, Allison. And while you're on your phone, subscribing to the podcast or listening to an episode, make sure you stop by and give me a follow over on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook Just search for popcorn finance and you'll find me right there. So as always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.